Hola. Como estas? Estoy bien. Gracias. Como estas? Good morning. Vigets, Simon. Vigets. Ah, uh, sehr toll. Sehr gut. Super. Hello, and welcome to Chronically Olympus, the podcast in which my co-host and I discuss the Percy Jacksons and the Olympian series chapter by chapter, and today... We are discussing chapter two of The Sea of Monsters. This chapter is called, I Play Dodgeball with Cannibals. I am Baby Cakes, the love of Joe Bob the Cannibal. Wow. And this is uh, also known as Kristen. And this is my co-host. I'm Mr. Nunley. You're Mr. Nunley? Kindly old gym teacher. Kindly. Uh, Also known as Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? I am well. I am older now, apparently. You did recently have a birthday. Yes, which is why we didn't post last week. And I forgot to post on the Instagram to be like, happy birthday myself. Kristen's now 24. Uh, again? For the 10th time? <laughs> time in a row. Uh-huh. 10 24s in a row. Yeah, really, really getting all you can out of that year. Anyway, should I be jealous of uh, Joe Bob? Uh-huh. Cannibal? I don't know. Seems like he's got a tattoo for you, so. Yeah, well, you've got a tattoo for me, too, so. <laughs> so it's, it's an even playing field. Yeah. <laughs> Go throw some flaming orbs at each other, figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Will do. That'll be my weekend plan. There you go. Uh, anyway, it's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, have you forgotten how? No, I think we. Uh, I think the first thing we do is we read uh, bullet point summaries of the chapter. It is. I feel like each of our podcasts now includes a comment at some point about how long it's been since we last recorded. It's a, so is this part of our script yeah, now? It's a, it's a great non-funny meta joke. Yeah. Um, anyway, would you like to go first or would you like me to? Would you like to do an aquarium update? We've got... We've got some corals in the aquarium. We dealt with an anemone situation. We're struggling real hard with algae right now. Yeah. Algae's uh, being a problem. It's taking over. It's supposed supposed to be a problem, though. Yeah. Everybody tells you it's going to take a year before that thing is past the ugly phase. Yeah. Yeah. The the snails are doing their best, but... Yeah. Look, one's hard at work right now. Yeah. Well, Bogan's out there in the back. Oh. Found a piece of shrimp, maybe. Yeah. Cool. Well, they're doing their best. Anyway, that's the aquarium update. We love to see it. I know everybody cares so much. Uh, anyway, who's doing their summary of the chapter first? I think I will. Cool. Alright. Here's my summary. Uh-huh. New school, new bully. Tyson sounds like a half-blood for sure. Sloan has foreshadowing goons. And Tyson smells them. Dodgeball with monsters ends in explosions. By the way, the monsters are giants and they want to eat them all. Tyson is definitely some kind of half-blood. Annabeth is here. She's probably been here the whole time. She looks like she's running from something. 
Percy takes the fall, like usual. Cool. Um, so here's mine. Meta-literature. Commentary on modern education. Nothing weird happening in this school at all. Nothing. Uh, Tyson is absolutely some sort of mythical being. Yep. Let's have that down. Uh, the teacher names are a bit on the nose. You mean Mr. DeMila? <laughs> Mrs. Tesla? And Mr. Nunnally? Who's doing nothing? Uh-huh. Lots of recap. Uh, Lastragonians, of course. Duh, they're man-eating <laughs> giants, in case you were wondering. Uh, the cannibals are refreshingly honest. Uh, Deus Ex Annabeth. <laughs> I mean, isn't that Annabeth Ex Machina? Wouldn't that be a more accurate statement, since yeah. she's god spawn? Yeah, I you guess so. replace the Deus. Could do that. Uh, and once again, Percy becomes a wanted fugitive. Once again. Uh, really weird last day of school. Um, Seems like he's getting, uh, he should start getting used to after this year, the last day of school being weird, yeah. you know, since he was attacked by monsters on the last day of school. Yeah. Or not near, near the, yeah. Uh, it so, wasn't the last day of school. The last day of school was uneventful at the last year. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, so I did put that as my last bullet point, and that's, uh, Though it is what I wanted to address first, because we describe um, Meriwether College Prep, this yes. fancy school that uh, Percy's mom is paying for. That's why they're poor. He's going here. This um, new wave school. To this uh, progressive new wave school. And man, this chapter opens up with some, uh, it, it just really smacks of Lewis, doesn't it? Yes, it really does. Yeah. It really does smack of, of C.S. Lewis's rants about education. Yeah, like I read that and I was just like, well, hang on. It's <laughs> still written, right? We didn't like slip back into Narnia somehow. Nope. Because this is like, this is so close to Lewis talking about like the new wave education that he talks about in uh, Don Treader. Yeah. With the... Uh, oh, with Eustace. Yeah, and, with, yeah, with Eustace and the special school that he goes to and his hippie parents. Yep. Like, so I thought that was really interesting. Because, like, I, I know that, I mean, in children's literature it, or, or YA literature, it is, uh, I mean, it's common to, like, harp on education and be like, oh, school's useless or talk about how crappy school is because, like, that's, you know, a way to uh, get kids to identify with it um, because this kids had school. Um, Apparently. Unless you're in Harry Potter and the kids love school, school just tries to kill them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what you need. You need a place that's trying to kill you, then you'll enjoy it more. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but yeah, uh, Reardon just goes hard on this idea of the progressive schools in person. And like from Percy's perspective, it's you know, it's a, it's a cool place. You know, it's the cool teachers wear... and it's good for his ADHD. But he also very specifically says that all of the other students are idiots. He's like, they're dumb. Yeah. Like, none of these people are smart. Yeah, they're idiots with rich parents who just get sent here because you know whatever um it's an easy a which we learn apparently really easy to pass things uh, as we go through this whole uh this chapter uh like so for instance we have english class and they read lord of the flies um uh etc etc final exam our teacher sent us into the break yard to spend an hour with no adult supervision just to see what would happen yep and there was a fight um shocking. no there was a wedgie contest yeah <laughs> yeah uh 
Anyway, and that was my point I wanted to get into of saying really weird last day of school because he talks about like this final exam in like English class and like a final exam in science and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, you and, mean like, the explosion? Yeah, the explosion that they were supposed to make happen and they passed. Within 30 seconds. Yeah. First, first time. Yeah. Um, I know it's been a while since I've been in school, but like I never remember having exams on the last day. That just seems super odd. Of like, yeah. like maybe like last. I don't I mean, know. In college, yes, and it's a college prep school. Yeah, so maybe that. But like the last couple weeks, for sure. Like, can I have? No, no. Sorry. And sorry. Say all of that again. Last couple weeks, for sure. The last couple weeks, for sure. But like you know, in in my experience of school, like the last few days of school were always just like, yeah, hang sure. Out and read. Here, hang out, read. Here's what you'll be doing next year. All the stuff is done. Like have free periods, like, super chill. Yeah. So, the fact that all the uh, final exams are on the final day. Also, the fact that they have gym class on the last day, super weird. I mean, anyway. it's dodgeball. <laughs> it's dodgeball. So, anyway, so that was my whole point. But going into it, we're in this progressive school. We introduced the uh, the new school bully. It's not Boba Fett. Nope, it's Sloan. Yeah, I tried really hard to make that into a Star Wars reference, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> Didn't get anywhere with Sloan. <laughs> I mean, you have Ray Sloan. I, I serving the Galactic Empire. I, I was sure there was a character somewhere in the U with the name Sloan. That does not surprise me. She's but. instrumental in the Empire's survival af- in the aftermath of the Battle of Endor. Wait, who Ray Sloan? Yeah, not Ray Skywalker. No, Ray Sloan. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was me uh, poking a nerve. Anywho, so, and we also learn more about Tyson, who gets introduced in the last chapter as Percy's friend, who's going to the skate shop with him, but we learn uh, that Tyson is a uh, charity project. Something like that. And we have, when we have an echo back to the first book where we introduce Tyson by just completely tearing him down and being like, this is why everything that's wrong with him. Yeah. And like, that's what we did with Grover and in the yeah, last book. And yeah, that's something <laughs> I wanted to talk about too, is how... Percy has friends who are definitely more than they appear to be, uh-huh. but he thinks that he needs to protect them yeah. and finds out later that they're protecting him. Yeah. Like, you had Grover, who he was like, what do you mean me? Pro- what do you mean you protect me? I've been protecting you for the entire school year and keeping the bullies off of your back, and I've been protecting you. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm here to protect you from monsters. Yeah. He's like, excuse me, what? Yeah. Like... I had to chase Nancy Boboffit off of you. Yeah. Um, and then here we have, here's my slow, lumbering, six foot three, hairy junior high friend. Yep. Who can smell monsters and is totally somehow connected to this reality. Uh, he's got and he's he's got crooked teeth and he's homeless wearing tattered clothes and lives in a refrigerator box on Seventy Second Street. Yes, uh, all of those things, according to Percy. And he doesn't exist, also yes. according to Percy. Yeah, uh, where you know it talks about how we uh, the prep school has adopted Tyson as a charity project to make the other kids feel better about themselves. Uh, well, it's pretty he, harsh. I mean, he specifically uh, says the school has a lot of really slow people in it like a lot of and so yeah uh 
And, you know, apparently Sally has tried to uh, get the school or like social services or something to do something because she's aware of this kid. Apparently she knows him, has met him before, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but everybody is just like, oh, no, this kid doesn't exist. Uh, we went to this alleyway you talked about. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely something weird going on with Tyson. Um, you know, he can just casually hit kids and throw them 15 feet across the schoolyard which apparently nobody else seems, uh, sees a problem with. That's totally a normal occurrence that you deal with. Yeah, that's totally the person you want to bully, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, nobody said these kids were smart. Uh, in fact, we have said the opposite. In fact, yes. <laughs> um, but they have this big schoolyard fight. Uh, we introduce, like, the bully. The Tyson has a, you know, moment where he, uh, you know, smacks somebody around and then gets freaked out because apparently Tyson's very skittish about everything. Uh, But in all this, they passed uh, their final exam on Lord of the Flies perfectly. Yep. They understand the point of the book. Cool. Sweet. Uh, Then they go to science class with Mrs. Tesla. Of course. Uh, And they are supposed to make something explode by mixing chemicals. Very, uh, it's just a great idea for a bunch of middle schoolers. Sounds very safe. Does. Uh Uh-huh. Tyson knocks everything into the trash can, it goes boom, and they passed. Crazy. Yay. Right. Um, they're going to social studies, uh, and... Uh, did you do, what is, this the, is this where Sloan uh, steals his picture and we get introduced to the monsters? Uh, yes. A uh, picture of Annabeth that he got because like they're pen pals and they've been keeping in touch over the summer, or school year. The yeah. opposite of the summer. Of the non-summer. Yeah. Uh fun uh and then sloan comes back starts blowing him steals the notebook uh and then we get introduced to sloan's friends mm-hmm. they're gonna are, move here next year who are moving here next year and they're uh huge and ugly and they've got name tags on with names like marrow sucker skull eater and joe bob joe bob's the one you got to watch out for yep that's uh, always he's, he's the most dangerous one of the group always um I looked into it to see if Joe Bob was a reference to something that I should know about, but I, I couldn't get anywhere with that. I think it's just supposed to be funny. Okay. Because, like, the other ones have, like, very, like, cannibal or giant names, whatever, but Joe Bob... I well, know. I mean, his full name is Joe Bob the Cannibal. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Yeah. So, we obviously know later that these guys are, like, you know, actual giants, you know, the, the Lastrigonians who are present in some book we'll get there but they're mythological beings but we don't think sloan is right sloan's just a normal well we don't think sloan is but also his physical description yeah says that he has eyes like a bulldog i think Uh uh-huh and black hair and then he wears black clothes fancy clothes sloppily to show how little he cares about his family's money yeah and I think that it's an interesting descriptor. Uh-huh. Specifically that he his eyes look like a dog. Uh-huh. But I don't know if it's, like, I don't know if it's intended to be like, hey, he's some kind of... Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe that when uh, his friends all start, like, hulking out and, like, throwing fireballs and whatnot, Sloane gets surprised by oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's freaked out. So, yeah, Sloane's freaked out. So, regardless of what he is, he doesn't know what the monsters are. Yeah. So, he doesn't know their true nature, but yeah, apparently... Yeah, he doesn't know the Lastragonians are Lastragonians, but it's just like 
um, Mrs. Dodds adopting Nancy yeah. as her as her little pet pro- pet student. Yeah, because she bullies Percy. Yes, but like the interesting thing about this is that these like the cannibals are introduced as having a previous relationship with Sloane. They're his buddies. So I, like, I think I don't think they I don't think they do though. They don't. Nah, okay. I think that he got assigned to them uh, when they came to visit the school. Uh-huh. And he's totally happy with that because right. it makes him feel powerful. Because I was confused by that, just being like, okay, how does Sloane know these monsters from, you know? Oh, no, I don't, I don't think point. it sounds like, okay. I think, I think it sounds like, hey, meet my new friends here. Yeah. Not, hey, these are my friends from way back. We go, we go way back. I think that they're just kindred spirits in, uh, you know, evilness. Uh-huh. That's all. Yeah. Um, so, social studies is done cool. They probably passed some sort of, uh, really dumb exam there. Uh. And we get the threat. Yeah. Gonna kill you. Yeah, obviously. Uh, also, as Percy's walking out of class, here's some, uh, girl's voice call his name, but he looks around, there's nobody there. Correct. Shocking. Cool. Weird. After he was being stalked by a shadow earlier today? Yeah, who, who could that be? Who, um, indeed. <laughs> In the chapter where we look at the picture of Annabeth? Yep. It's not any foreshadowing there at all. Nope. Definitely. Definitely not. Uh, and so then we go to gym class with uh, kind old Mr. Nunley, who uh, is presiding over and uh, is going to completely ignore them. He's just uh, reading a Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Uh, so we get chains. We are going to do dodgeball on the last day. Cool. Why not? We pick teams. Um, yeah. Slo- mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all Nunnally says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I be captain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very confused. Uh, yeah, so Sloan obviously gets all the popular kids and, like, the giant group of, uh, you know, giant giants that are visitors. And then Percy gets all the uh, nerds and social outcasts, which are obviously, you know, they're going to get destroyed. No, because he says, on a normal day, it would would be fine, just me and Tyson. Yeah. This whole group, he and Tyson could take on this whole group, just the two of them. Yeah. If it weren't for the giants. Yeah. I mean, Percy's got some combat experience, like he's fought a literal god before, so it's a dodgeball. Indeed. What is dodgeball? He's, I mean, he's been practicing with a javelin, so you know he's getting better with throwing things. Even though we ban javelins in the house. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, dodgeball starts. Tyson uh, makes a comment about the other team smelling funny. He can tell they're monsters. Cool. Which tells us <sighs> a lot about Tyson. Yes. Because even Percy can't smell monsters. Yes. The only person we've had described as being able to smell monsters at all. The only person we've had described as being able to smell monsters at all is Grover. Yes. Um, so that's why I was assuming that, like, Tyson is not a half-blood. He's he's something else. He might be some sort of monster. I think he might be some kind of half-blood monster. Yeah. I mean, like, if, you, if we wanted to get into baseless speculation, which we occasionally This early? Do. Yes. In this economy? Uh, this early in this economy... Um, I think Tyson's a Cyclops. 
Okay, so yeah, that was my suspicion as well. Yeah. And that is based off of um, one specific sentence. I assume that you have it in front of you. Uh, possibly. What sentence are you talking about? <laughs> the one where he's being physically described. Yeah. And Percy says, I can't tell you what color his eyes are because I've never looked past his crooked teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And his eyes are always hidden by his hair, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, also uh, in the mythology, um, I don't know if it's all Cyclopses. Cy- I don't know what the plural of that is. Uh, but I know there are some that are definitely children of Poseidon. Yeah. So Tyson could be like Percy's, Percy's half brother. Yeah. Which um, I'm, I'm kind of calling right now. We also have the last, the the Lastragonians being man-eating giants. Those are grandsons of Poseidon. Well, so um, we're we're sticking it sticking with the Poseidon family tree over here. Yeah. This is uh. I mean, we're also in the book, The Sea of Monsters, which you know. See, is kind of a science domain. Maybe this is all family drama. This is all Percy meeting his extended family and, you know. Cousins! Cousins. And, and by that I mean half-brother! Yeah, and, and dealing with all that nonsense. So I think that's that's an early tell that this is going to be the theme of the book. That's, those are my thoughts. Um, anyway, so then the dodgeball game starts. Obviously uh, not a normal game because the visiting uh, giant kids are... Actively trying to kill him. Um, also, they uh, know his name. Which they do him. know his name. Yeah. <laughs> which he didn't give them. They know his name and they call him by his name. And again, we have the whole names have power thing. Yes. But he feels something when they say his name. Yeah. And he's like, yep. The only people who know my name are the people who know that I'm a god. And whether they're friend or foe. Yeah. They said my name. They're trying to kill me. They're monsters. I can use my sword on them. Oops. <sighs> it's gym class. It's locked in my locker. Because we don't understand how the magic <laughs> of this sword works. And I already brought it up in the last episode. But, like... <laughs> yeah, it seems inconsistent in the lore. I don't get it. Of how the sword operates. Uh, but, yeah, it's not until Percy, like, has this realization that they're monsters that then he can actually see them for their true form. It's yep. like he has to realize this first, and he's just like, oh, hey, by the way, they're no longer kids. They're eight now feet they're, tall. Yeah. They got pointy teeth, hairy arms, tattooed with snakes and hula women. Um, and then Matt Sloan is obviously shocked, being like, you're not from Detroit. So, like, what does Sloan see here, is my question. Well, because something with changes, mist, for sure. Yeah. And, like, we have, that, we have that question addressed of, like, you know, what does Nunley think is happening in the dodgeball game? Because the mist is making it, you know, he can't see that the giants are throwing fireballs. So, like, what is what does this look like as destruction is raining all around them? Well, Nunnally's not seeing anything. N- yeah. Nunnally doesn't want to see anything, so he's not seeing anything. He's not seeing the destruction. Yeah. He's not seeing the joking Molotov cocktails that Percy makes a comment about. Like, yeah. He's not seeing anything. Yeah. Like, but what are the other kids seeing? What are the other kids seeing? What is, you know... Well, something Sloan terrifying. Scene, like, it's obviously terrifying, and there's obviously real damage happening. Yeah. And, like, even before the uh, the giant fireballs come out, uh, the other kids on Percy's team start running and trying to get out, but the doors are locked. Yeah. They're trapped in. Uh, then 
dodgeballs transform into big cannonballs that are flaming. I mean, the dodgeballs don't specifically transform. This is something I wanted to double check on. Okay, a new batch appears. A new batch appears when Joe Bob waves his hand. So Uh Joe Bob has the ability to summon these burning bronze fireballs. Apparently. And I think that it's significant that it's bronze because we talk about like the celestial bronze and the bronze weapons and how they have bronze weapons to use against monsters and things like that. Yeah. And it's specifically bronze weapons that are summoned, and I think that that's interesting. I I just thought it was a, of note. Yeah. Um, and then there's a firefight. <laughs> there was a firefight! Uh, where we have all these giants uh, trying to really creatively kill Percy. Well, um, and they very, it, it's very specific and clearly stated here yeah. that they want to eat Percy. Yes. Not just kill him, but yeah. that they're that he's Joe the cannibal, that he's here to eat him. Yeah. Apparently demigods are tasty. Um we have a couple moments where uh Tyson basically saves Percy, like throws him out of the way. Um he absorbs some damage, you know, he's he's tanky. He uh two balls are going for him and he just catches both of them. And throws them back <laughs> and and we confirm that they're monsters because they melt into yeah. nothingness, which Percy makes the, you know, joking comment that it makes it much easier to clean things up as a hero. Yeah. As the monsters just, you know, fade away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the gym's blowing up, there's kids running around screaming, everything's on fire. Uh, and the monster, and, and Percy tries to be like a whole, hey, let them go kind of thing. Yes. As, as my, a hero would go. do. <laughs> as a hero would do. But the monsters say, no, this is, the they're our lunch. Like, they want to eat all of these kids. Yeah. Not just Percy. Yeah. Uh, and then Percy has a crazy idea. He's going to blow up the school. Well, well <laughs> no. Percy, all of the doors are locked and yes. they can't get out. Yeah. Um, and Percy needs to get to Riptide. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyson takes down two of the giants. Then Tyson takes down two more. Mm-hmm. But gets hit through the wall. Yeah. And now there's a path out, so why doesn't everyone just run away at that point through the hole in the wall? Anyway, all the way to Grace Street or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Um, but Percy then runs and stands in front of the gym room door. Yeah. So that they'll throw the thing at him. Yeah. And he dives aside at the last moment, blows open the door into the locker room so he can try to go get his... Yeah. His sword. However, yes, the, the the boys' locker room blows up, and all of the stuff is thrown everywhere. And Percy's pants end up at the feet of Joe Bob the Cannibal. I know. Uh, do hang on. Sorry, I, I got confused by the timeline here. Oh, did I did I put uh, the yeah Tyson going through the wall at the wrong time? Yes. Okay. Tyson goes through the wall after yeah. the blow up. Yeah. Of the, the, of the, the boys' locker room blows up, and then Tyson gets thrown through, through the, the wall, wall. Okay. out onto the street. Uh, but he's fine. He only looks dazed. Uh, well, he tries to pick up the ball to throw it back, and he and he then he passes back down. So like he's yeah he's he's dazed. He's he's heavily dazed. Yeah. 
and then he spots his jeans. He uh, knows he's going for the sword. Uh, giant raises his arm. He's going to take Percy out. And then, what happens? How many monsters were there totally? Total five or six? I think there are five. Okay, well... Whatever it is, whatever it is, Tyson takes down all of them except Joe Bob. Uh And yeah, Percy's running to try to get to the sword and... Uh, Isn't going to make it. Nope. Giant's got him in his sights, throws a ball, but then he freezes and a knife comes out of his chest. Nope, not his chest. His belly button. Oh, it's in the general chest region. Nope. (laughs) Belly button is very different than the chest. Sure. Sure, comes out of his belly button. A glowing blade. Yeah. Uh, he I mutters, wonder if that just means, like, it's bronze reflecting the light, or if her sword actually glows like Sting. And not sword, her knife. Possibly. Uh, but he yells, Al bursts into a cloud of green flame, and, hey, it's Annabeth. Yep. She was right there the whole time. She's been and following she, him. And she's cut up pretty bad. Her face is all... all cut up like she she looks like she's been running from something and this is my question like yeah what's what's chasing her down yeah i mean obviously we know these things are after all the half-bloods as long as they're not at camp like they're not safe so she's been on the run from something um i've been trying to get percy alone all day yeah since you know she was on his windowsill yep this morning uh and would have been a good time to talk to him could have been, you would think. At any point, she could have pulled him aside. Um, Sloane comes to, notices, oh, hey, that's the girl from the picture. Annabeth punches him in the face. Knows specifically. Yeah. She's going to correct my anatomy this entire time. Just saying. Uh, and there's chaos. The gym's uh, on fire. There's kids running around, uh, you know, giant hole out to the street. Headmaster shows up, Mr. Bonsai. I was trying to figure out that name, because um, all the other teachers are very uh, appropriately named. Yeah, I don't know. What's Mr. Bonsai's deal? Uh, and He's meticulous and prunes things. Shaping these students into model citizens. Yep. Uh, Annabeth kind of hurriedly explains that she's been following him all day, and Percy was just like, Ermagerd, you were spying on me through my bedroom window. That's kind of creepy. Alright. Uh, and then they gotta go, because... Because Sloane comes to... Yeah. And says, it was Percy, it was Percy. Yeah, obviously. Mr. Nunnally saw all of it, didn't you? And Mr. Nunnally replies the same way he did to every single thing that was said to him the entire chapter. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, he saw the whole thing. Uh, so all the adults apparently uh, turned toward them, and he's just like, We're running. Right, yep. Go out in the gaping hole, let's leave, and uh, we successfully we, we successfully didn't complete the last day of school. So Percy still has not actually finished the school year. He finished the school year at the last school. He got yeah. on the bus <sighs> at the end of the... He finished his school year, he just wasn't okay. welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> he finished a school year. Hang on. The last I'm school. I'm checking canon. Well, you read the last book. Yes. At the end of the school yes. year, he got on the bus with Grover and went home. Yes. But. Hmm. Sorry. I was sure in the first chapter that Percy's mom says something about it being the first time that he's finished the school year, but 
No. They're celebrating. Wrong. Yeah. But anyway. yeah. Um, Annabeth specifically says, and we should bring him with us about Tyson. Yeah. And Percy gets like a, huh? Why? Kind of thing. When it's like, you should should have put this together, dude. Like, yeah. But. Um, He's being dense again. My reason for thinking that Tyson is a Cyclops beyond the mention of not looking at his eyes is because there's a Cyclops on the cover of the book. Like crazy. That's that's my main reason for thinking that. Yeah. Is that uh is that actually Tyson? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and his true uh, monstrous form. I don't know. Maybe that's Tyson's parent and we got to go fight him. Who who knows? Yeah, everybody's got daddy issues. Cool. It wouldn't be a Percy Jackson book if there weren't daddy issues. Very true. Well, I mean, first we've got to go to Florida and rescue Grover. and then we got to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, we're doing another cross-country trip. Yeah. We'll see. We don't... I mean, we don't know that in the book yet. With with no money. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right. Um, so that was an eventful chapter two. I mean, at least a lot more eventful than chapter one. Stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, and then Percy's on the run. And want it again. Again. Yeah. Are there any specific things that, like, stood out to you that you wanted to touch on that we haven't already? Uh, no. I mean, we talked about Tyson, and, you know, that's that was my main point of speculation as to, uh, you know, what the deal with him is. And, obviously, he's going to be a thing throughout this book. Um, I don't know. What's Annabeth running, running from? What attacked her? Yeah. Yeah. Why did... Splitting the party was a bad idea. Why did Joe Bob burst into green flame? Well, we don't describe the color of the flame the other ones burst into. It just it says they burst into a column of flame. We just don't have a color. Yes, but so. why is it a color? Why, like, because the because Minotaur was, didn't it burst into the same color of <sighs> stuff that his mother did? Wasn't it gold? Yeah, I think so. Green flame, I don't know. Right. He's he's made of iron. That's that's the one that burns green, right? I <laughs> um, I had looked up the Lastragonians and they're man-eating giants, okay. so it makes sense that they want to eat people. Uh, Where do they appear in the uh, mythology? Poseidon and possibly the primordial deity Gaia. Uh huh. Spawned the Lastragonians. Okay. But no matter what, it's it's believed that they are Poseidon's sons. Okay. And is there a book or an epic? That or, sorry, uh, grandsons. Um, that they're mentioned so, in. Uh, I didn't write that down. Okay. But, sorry, Poseidon and possibly Gaia yeah. had Lastragon. Okay. And Lastragon's descendants are the Lastragonians, who are the man-eating giants. So they would be the grandchildren of Poseidon. Naturally. Cool. Well, they're dead now. Or they're, dispelled. They're dispelled. They'll be back. <laughs> there was one other thing I wanted to get into, but I can't remember what it was. Whatever. Hopefully it'll come to you. Would you like to move on to our uh, next segment? I was going to ask if if the Lastragonians are human or not, and and if they qualify as cannibals for eating humans or not. That, that, was, that was a joking question I had. Oh, I was going to say, since they're eight feet tall, I'd assume no. Yeah, um. but we have, we have Joe the Cannibal... Yep. And they are giants. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. That was my little joke that I was going to make. Cool. Should we move on? Sure. To our next segment? 
Absolutely. What are we doing in this one? Well, I tell you my favorite sentence, and then we go on to do our rewrites, and then we do your uh, baseless speculation, right? Uh, is that a thing we're bringing back? Do we only do that at the beginning of books? Because we did yeah. it in the last one. Yeah. We made a whole big thing about yeah. it. Yeah, we didn't okay. do it every chapter. Okay, well, we've already touched on your baseless speculation. Yeah. But my favorite sentence is, he sent them hurtling back towards their surprised owners who screamed, BAD! As the bronze spheres exploded against their chests. Yep. I just... It's a thing you exclaim, right? Bad! <laughs> bad! You, you, you do that when a, a thing happens to you that you uh, bad! Don't, don't want to happen. Bad! What's the line? I, I didn't want this to happen to I me. I didn't want this to happen. <laughs> bad! No, something like bad, 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 bad. Like that I get, but like bad! <laughs> you know, because we can't have cursing in a uh, children's book. we got to yeah. get creative. Yeah. Uh, they could at least shout something in Greek. I mean, yeah, be more effective. Yep. Cool. Uh, anyway, rewrites. Am I going first in this one? Yeah, because I don't remember what I wrote. All right. Um, so as you might imagine, mine is from the perspective of Mr. Nutley and his take on this whole dodgeball game. So here we go. Sorry, I'm trying to remember my, uh, my voice that I had for Nutley. Hmm. <laughs> what do we have today? Nadal wins the French Open. You don't say. Kids are here? Already? Didn't they tell me I'd have the day off? Ugh. Getting these young'uns all extra riled up on the last day of school. Nothing good will come of it. Dodgeball. Bah. When I was their age, we'd just run five miles. Never complained about it. Whatever. Hey, Mickelson took the Masters again. Good on him barely concentrate with all that racket these darn kids are making. It was quieter during the war, for God's sake. Now, where was it? Ugh. This idiot thinks Italy takes the cup this year. Load of crap. What? What? They, they think the Jackson kid started the fight? Well, well sounds like him. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope he doesn't come back next year. <laughs> uh, and for the curious, I, uh, I did research as to what would be any Sports Illustrated from uh, around June of 2006. <laughs> so those are all references to uh, timely events that uh, wow. would have happened. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you did the research. Yep. Go <laughs> on. All right. Well, here's mine. From the perspective of Annabeth. Mm-hmm. Percy really is thick sometimes. Like, I know he's not expecting me, but he really should know my voice when I'm invisible. Whatever. I'll just keep following him around school. This really does make school a little less fun, though. But it's not my school. Anyway, P.E. time seems like it's going to get interesting. These half-giants, whatever they are, have definitely sniffed Percy out. Tyson's kind of a baller. I wasn't expecting that. But he's definitely not safe for Percy because he's probably a monster too. Well, time to save the day. I'm glad Percy keeps Riptide with him at school. He should really stop leaving it in the locker, though. Good job conveying annoyance there. <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. 
Time to save the day. Obviously. I'm the lightning thief. <laughs> uh, cool. That's going to be the new, like, clean your sword. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anything we missed? I mean, you talked a bit about break baseless speculation, but I think I already got into it with, you know, I think... Uh, Tyson's... Uh... Dyson's Percy's half-brother. We're going to reveal that at some point. Uh, gosh, I, don't, I, I haven't the slightest idea what's going on with Grover. I mean, obviously, we got to have Kronos come back at some point because he's the, the big bad of this series, probably. So We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, the next chapter is called uh, something about hailing a taxi. What is it? Uh, we hail the taxi of eternal torment. So... Is this this Karen show up again? Like, is he uh, is he drive a taxi now? It's like obviously got to have something to do with Hades. You would think. We'll see. Cool. Well, we'll find out. Uh, Kristen, you want to uh, take us out? Sure thing. I think it's about time for us to go. Should I go hail a cab? Sure. Thank you so much for joining us today as we discussed Chapter Two of the Sea of Monsters. Join us next week as we discuss Chapter 3, We Hail the Taxi of Eternal Torment, as Chris just said. And until then, you can interact with us on social media at Chronically Podcast on Instagram, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash chronicallypodcast, and you can email us your fan art of flaming bronze dodgeballs at chronicallypodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, if you hear your friend's voice say your name, maybe answer them. And don't forget which pants you left your sword in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> cool. Always always keep your sword in your gym pants? Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
I don't get it. Of how this sword operates. 